Welcome back to another episode of Sobriety Uncensored. This is episode 51. I'm here with Jenna Bobena9. Hey. From the TikTok. Hey, um, girl. Hey. I'm, oh, and it's brought to us, brought to us, brought to brought all to of us, us um, <laughs> by Spindrift. Uh, thank you, Spindrift out of Massachusetts and uh, at Drink Spindrift or drinkspindrift.com. Sobriety Uncensored, all one word, gets you 20% off to your door. True. All caps. Scream that shit. Scream that shit. Scream it. I was going to ask you a question, and then I remembered I had to talk about Spindrift, and then I fucking forgot. Damn Um, it, Daniel. I know. Damn, Daniel. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Salt and pepper in what in effect want you to want you to good. Uh-huh. That is a classic <laughs> banger. Working up a sweat. <laughs> I wanna shoot, baby. Dude, SP? Forget yeah, it. SP, dude. Just I, classic. I challenge you to put their essentials on. See what you do. See what it makes you do. (laughs) (laughs) I want every listener to put on little salt and pepper. Yeah. And I want, I challenge you for five minutes to listen to them without moving. Impossible. It's it's a new challenge. It can't be done. It cannot be done. It it, it, it can't (laughs) be done. Um, Mother. Isn't it a. Motherfucker, isn't it amazing what music, how music can affect your mood? How a music? Did I just say how a music? How a music can affect your mood? How music can affect your mood mood. immediately? Yeah. Yeah. Good and bad. Like, good and bad. Like, if you're in a shitty mood and some bubbly ass song comes on, you're like, fuck this song. (laughs) And then you're like, Alexa, play R.E.M. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that song like, by REM in middle school? Or like everybody Everybody hurts. hurts. Uh, everybody oh, for hurts. God's <laughs> sakes. Sometimes. <laughs> Isn't there a Jim Carrey movie that has that he's like sobbing his eyes out? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure it's not Jim Carrey, and I'm sure one of you listeners is going to comment yeah. and say, um, that was not Jim Carrey. According Please to IMBD. According to IMBD. Um. <laughs> oh, and then it goes the other way. Well, and sometimes you want to. I just said that. <laughs> but if you sometimes. Look- <laughs> sometimes you wanna i went okay here on on music while we banter um okay. <laughs> i was at a, i officiated at another wedding and um i'm available for that um and the after party did we talk about this where they put on the no it's called silent disco have you ever heard of this no <laughs> scared she's like no and i don't want to so move along all right uh see you next week no, what is it Please. Uh, so, so, silent disco you put on these headphones um uh, because there's a noise ordinance um so the okay. wedding music had to stop at 10 okay but people wanted to continue to party um okay. so you put on the headphones and they give you all of this like glow stuff like 
you know, like like it's New Year's Eve sort of, you know, uh-huh. like hats and shit, sunglasses oh, uh-huh. that have like uh like a know, glow you, stick. Yeah, you like crack them and then they yeah. work. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. there it is. Glow stick. And there's three different music channels. There's green, red, and blue. And right. when you're on that channel, your headphones like illuminate the light of what you're on. Oh. And not no one is making you can't hear any music, but everyone looks like they're on drugs. <laughs> so all you can hear is the song that's in your headphones. Yes. And, and so you're dancing. Yeah. And then people will be like, ah, like <laughs> you know how like <laughs> when people have headphones in and they try to sing along. <laughs> and so oh they'll like God. they'll like hoop and holler, but it's like really <gasps> distorted because you can't hear yourself. And I... they'll, they'll, they'll be shouting like, go to blue, go to blue. <laughs> And they'll be like, hot in, so hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> so the noise ordinance works to a certain degree because you can't hear the music. Yeah. But you hear a bunch of people like shouting at each it. other. To, and, but then they're all moving, you know, and like <laughs> dancing. And you you don't know quite what they're dancing to. So I, I would think just like, that sounds so fun and funny. It's the best people watching ever. Oh my god! It trumps did you have airport. the headphones on? Yes, I did, but I d- took one ear off oh. because <laughs> I wanted to know. I just wanted to, you know, who's who in the zoo, and right. I just sat there and I watched people. Oh my! And god. obviously, as as a sober person at a wedding, at the after party, you know, people yeah. are they're there for a reason. You know, there's yes. a reason that they have those headphones. Yes, on. they are reaching um, their goal. And I was just. Um, Taking it all in. Taking you, it all in. It's just a bunch I, of like feet moving on the floor. And yeah, like, like, ah! like yeah, yeah, like, like out of sque- nowhere. Like squeaking of yeah. like souls and like, ah, like now it's <laughs> Yeah. So it's, it's called silent disco. You can hop on the Google and see if it's in your area. You know. Have you seen? I'm. I would never go to like a stranger's silent disco, but I might have to <laughs> look into that at some point. It sounds I really think fun. You and the ducklings should do it because there's three oh, of you and man. you have three yeah. channels. Yeah, that would be so much fun. <laughs> You're like put this on. They're like, Mom, what the fuck? Are you drinking again? <laughs> We are side eyeing each other, like mom's drunk. Yeah. Uh, have you seen those TikToks where? They'll, it'll be like a like a music video from the 80s like foreigner mm-hmm. and they'll take out the audio and they'll just have what it would sound like if it yeah, was the just squeaking them on moving. the floor yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny there's also uh a meme video that i love that gets played every time around christmas time and it's um this group of like goth kind of dancers Oh, I've seen it. (laughs) And it's to to all I want for Christmas. And it's like perfectly synced. Yes, (laughs) I've seen it. That is hilarious. I know. It is so funny. I got to say that TikTok does provide some entertainment. Oh, some comic relief for sure. Sometimes I laugh so hard at things. And the hubs will be like, what, what, let me see it. And I'm like, no, you won't get it. Yeah, well, won't get it. And he also won't think it's as funny as I do because you just get tickled for some reason. You can't explain why. Yeah. So he'll just look at me with this blank stare like, I don't get it. And I'll be like, I told you. 
<laughs> Stay off my feed. Uh, yeah, leave me alone with my TT. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, the silent disco. I just maybe should get a pair just for when my kids won't leave me alone. I'll just put them on, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they'll, you'll start annoying them so bad <laughs> that they'll know as soon as they go on, it's time to leave dad alone. <laughs> so so you were at a wedding let's talk mm-hmm. about this yeah you were at a wedding mm-hmm. um you officiated it i did um what did we call you the first one when you said mowage mowage <laughs> i don't know but <clears throat> we were calling you minister not minister daniel <laughs> we call you i don't remember but one, was this a i had a i had a guest ask me if i was the family's priest <laughs> really? uh, it was not a catholic wedding and i was not dressed like a priest so i was like i thought they were you're kidding like, they uh, were not kidding hmm. you're like you need to educate yourself <laughs> so about the men of the cloth <laughs> so i had to so i i sat him down and i talked about how to get ordained online you know it's very quick i'll send you a link yeah i'll send you a link you could do this too you know it's a uh, um, it was a former student and okay um so it was a lot of, it was a beautiful wedding. Uh, the family is wonderful. It, I was very honored to do it and um, saw a lot of people I hadn't seen in a long time. Nice. Who know a lot more about me now, you know, than they did because right. uh, like people I had taught and now they're like adults with babies. And um, mm. I didn't know you were an alcoholic, you know, kind of like that kind of stuff. Well. <laughs> Shocker, I was. Yeah. Sure uh, was. I they did have at the end of the night though, which I knew would eventually happen. Um, it's happened online, but it's never happened in person. But there was a former student <laughs> who was extremely intoxicated, who mm-hmm. with that liquid courage at the end of the night just came up and just laid into me. You know, she's like, I never oh. liked you. <laughs> and like, <laughs> <gasps> oh my God. Like, you are the worst. And <gasps> yeah, you know, um, wow. You're like, how you like me now? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just took, I just, I just took it, you know, and it went oh on God. and it was like in a circle of people and it was just the tension. The tension amongst the other peers, her age that were like looking, and I was just yeah, like like, oh, cringing. Yeah, and she like she like waddled off, and yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and then she just like left the circle and like went like ten feet, and she just like look. You can't viewers, you can't see my eyes, but she was just like giving me like (laughs) dagger eyes. (laughs) wait but the best thing is like you can take that from your perspective as an alcoholic in recovery and you can just get so there there's so much humor in that to you which is such a beautiful thing at you know especially at this stage of your sobriety yeah and and Um, i'm not perfect so i'm 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 like i'm sorry i'm sorry that you feel this way like i don't know what to say you know right Right. I'll just sit here and take this, you know? Yeah. Your liquid courage. And I think she needed to get it out of her system. So good for her. You did her a favor, Daniel. You know, I didn't, 
you know, part of me is like, oh, she's, you know, I could micro, I could psychoanalyze it where it's just like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it threw me off for yeah. a good like 20 minutes. I was like, oh God, like oh, I felt like super uncomfortable, super paranoid. Everyone yeah. hates me, you know, that yeah, kind yeah. of like, and then sure. I went to the silent disco. Nice. And all yeah. your, all your stress <laughs> disappeared. It did Never through laughter. Seen. Through laughter. <laughs> so when you're at a wedding, because you've been to several weddings as a sober person. Yeah. Um, throughout your sobriety, it sounds like you've attended a weddings. Yeah. Not just officiated, but yeah, you're a wedding guy. Yeah. And so wild. like, can you talk a little bit about, because uh, I can't speak firsthand on this because I don't go to weddings. I don't, I'm not invited to them. <laughs> she's off the list I'm not, yeah don't be so she's hard not. on yourself i'm not invited to them i just don't have i don't have a big circle of people that have people that are getting married you know right. i yeah. don't my my friends kids aren't getting married and i don't have a family you know it's just not yeah. part of my thing right now it was at one time but not anymore but anyway yeah. weddings are a huge i have a friend that i met in AA who relapsed at a wedding, like real time, like a year into my sobriety, they even contacted me and they were like, do you think I should go to this wedding? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. And they went anyway and they relapsed. And yeah. So, but that was very, you know, I feel like if you have to ask the question, you already know, know, you already know, you know? Yeah. You probably shouldn't go. Probably like and I'm gonna call I'm gonna call someone else until they yeah. tell me yes. Until I get permission. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah. So so take us through like discomfort, pure discomfort to where you are now, where it sounds like you were very relaxed in that setting and there's yeah. alcohol around you and drunk people talking in your face and like <laughs> and you're just laughing about it. Like that's a really beautiful thing, but this is represents kind of stages of yeah. your sober life and how you've been able to like get through things like yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't arrive at it this you know I guess stage or season of sobriety where weddings don't bother me and I can stay, I can dance, I can right. you know go get myself a club soda and get my wife another margarita and I don't it doesn't bother me. Like Right. But early on I just dreaded them. Dreaded them. Well, first of all, except for when I'm officiating, there's nothing worse than sitting through a wedding ceremony. Because <laughs> yeah. all, yeah. all when I was drinking, all I was thinking about is like, when is cocktail hour starting? You know, yeah. And they just seem to take forever, and they probably forever. weren't very long. Yeah. But for me, I was just like, like watering at the mouth, like I need my vodka, you know, um, <laughs> and my like past hors d'oeuvres, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then when I got sober. I was like, what are we doing here? What, like, what's the plan? Right. They, they just felt even longer. Yeah. Like, and, and I didn't know what to do with my hands and I didn't know where to go and I didn't know where to sit and. Yeah. Start overthinking every little thing. Yeah. Just like, well, and also like in early sobriety, I had completely lost my ability to small talk. Mm. It was like, I didn't know how to have a conversation. Right. They're like, what's up? And I'm like, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> 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 like, 
you know, like, what's up? Fine. Oh fine. <laughs> you know, when people do that and you say what's up and they're like, good. And then yeah. just like shoot, everyone mutually decides to just ignore that they did that and you move on. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of just discomfort. <laughs> and then, um, and wanting to leave early and, and wanting to go back, you know, like if it's at a hotel, like it's easy cause you can just dip out, you know? Yeah. Nobody notices. Nobody cares. Nobody. Right. Everyone's worried the about themselves. Yeah, yeah. Nobody gives a shit if you stay or if you go. Right. Um, and. I don't know. My relationship with just social gatherings in general. Um, it's kind of. It kind of separates because I, as an anxious person with social anxiety. Have a hard time with social settings, regardless of alcohol. Right. So. Alcohol made those situations easier on one hand, although I would end up just getting hammered. So it made it more challenging on the back end, but I don't love um, big social gatherings just as it is, but something about a wedding, if I know the people I have learned to just let go, just surrender to the moment. Like I'm fucking here. Stop thinking about yourself. Just, just be here, you know? Right. Um, but there's a lot of social opportunities and things that I'll pass on unless I know I have a, like a, it has to be a first degree of separation now for me right. to want to go. And I think we've talked about this before. My wife's wildly social. She makes friends everywhere she goes. Uh-huh. So she'll be like, Oh, we're going to go to this or to that, you know? And I, I I'll go more and more, but uh, she also knows uh, uh, like there's nothing wrong with I'll just stay home with the kids. You go, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And some people think that's weird, and I could care I don't less. Think that's weird at all. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. Yeah. And who cares, right? Yeah. And who cares? Yeah. But I think the stages of sobriety do enhance confidence, um, but also I've known people, you know, t- with 20 years, 17 years, 15 years, who yeah. slip. Um, yeah. And I think, again, whatever recovery program you work, trying to keep it close to you in a way that doesn't feel suffocating, but feels approachable and tangible and something that you could reach out to um, so that you understand what could happen. I don't know if I'm describing that very well. Yeah. Uh, because well, I got you, really cavalier early on, like year three, year four. And I'm like, I'm cured. I'm fine. This is it. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting in like the latter stages, I definitely don't feel like I want to drink, but I'm just certainly more aware of how my addiction is like showing up in different parts of my life and needs a little bit more reinforcement. Hmm. Like, I don't think I could just quote unquote white knuckle it. Right. Um, like I did. I mean, I don't know how my first year I was just. Yeah, it's survival. Not, year one is just survival. I feel like especially yeah. the first few months. Uh-huh. I mean, you are white knuckling it. You don't. Uh, I was. I, I'm not going to speak for the masses. I was but for sure. Yeah, I do. F- I am a little put off by people who say things like, I don't know if it's because I'm just amazed and I can't believe someone can be this kind of unimpressed with (laughs) like like the absolute 
challenge, you know, it's, it's putting it mildly of trying to stay sober, but like, I'll hear people with a month or two months and say things like, I feel really good. You know, I feel great. I feel confident. I don't miss it. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's a, that's a pink cloud, right? That's Concept. the pink cloud or not. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I felt good two months in, but I was still white knuckle. Like I was fucking scared as fuck. You know what I mean? Like I was, Uh I was not willing to say this is great. I was willing to say I was excited about Mm -hmm. my sober life, but I was not able to say I'm doing great. Like this is the best decision I've ever made. Like I wasn't ready to to do to say any of that and sometimes i still don't say that still Mm -hmm. you know not still as in i'm so far along but i get pissed off and i get (laughs) my pity party going on you know where i'm like what the fuck like seriously yeah but the, but, the, the holidays bring that out in me more than any other for some people it's summer for some people it's whatever but like i mean there was no drunk like thanksgiving drunk it was something I look forward to all year <laughs> and same with like uh Christmas Eve drunk and, you know, things like that. So I'm not like, I I'll, I'm not like, it's not fear, but my brain's kind of like, fuck, you know, like this is a permanent choice that we've made and there's uncomfortable moments. And so I don't relax as much as I, yeah, you know, of course. And you, you may know, never could on other nights um, right. just because of the, romanticism of it and oh that looks good and yeah someone makes a fucking pomegranate martini like signature cocktail and just like and i and not that i would want that anyways like right exactly i know it's so funny that's not what i want you know right um what i yeah so i don't know if i just know that if i if i had another drink it would just be it would be it would be trouble it would be bad. Yeah. 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 And that's what, that's what we have to remind ourselves of, but the evolution of yours. So our sober programs evolve as our. And you know, um, uh, find the fucking words, Jenna. <laughs> I think pauses. No, but I, I think. You know, <laughs> what what you might be trying to say, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is as our sober journey like expands, continues, evolves, it's going to change and your coping skills are going to change. Your confidence is going to ebb and flow. At least mine does. Sometimes I feel really fucking confident right. and totally at ease in my, my own sense of self. And sometimes I want to crawl out of my skin, poke right. my eyes out and fucking swim in a bathtub of vodka. Exactly. That should be an Instagram like inspirational quote. <laughs> <laughs> but there, are, I'm not going to shovel handfuls of Sour Patch Kids down my throat at this point. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. In my sobriety, so your confidence ebbs and flows, and it gets stronger. But your tools also have to change. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout these stages of your sobriety, like what you do at a wedding now, for example, is mm-hmm. not what you would have done your first sober wedding. Correct. You know, you were nervous, you felt uncomfortable, you've had social anxiety, you want you were like your knee was probably bobbing through the 
through the ceremony the whole mm-hmm. time, you know, yeah. like all of these nervous and anxious behaviors, but you have, whether it's been an active whether it's been an active act of like, okay, I have to do this for this next wedding, or if it has just been a subtle change, you know, or maybe a combination of both things, you're changing, your sobriety is changing, your tools are changing, you know? And I, I do think that sometimes when people get caught up in one way of doing this, one way is the only way it's really doing themselves a disservice. And that is when there are potential slips yeah you know mm-hmm. when you get you're set in your ways you're set in your sober program this is the way i do things i go through these motions i go to this meeting i listen to this podcast blah 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 i don't challenge myself in any way okay i feel great i'm doing this and then it comes a relapse potentially yeah you know? yeah i think i was you know the last i'm almost nine years sober um Yay. Yeah, that's wild to me. You know, if you had told yeah. Drunk Daniel, like, you're going to be sober nine years, I've been like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> News a rama. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh. Yeah. And then I would start crying. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sad clown. <laughs> <laughs> but I to be sober. <laughs> I always wanted to be sober uh, when I was hammered. Um, um, Really? I always wanted to be sober the day after I got hammered. While I was hammered, it was the best uh, fucking idea to be hammered in the world. Oh, no, I would do. I mean, I would get to a certain kind of drunk and then I'd be really confident. Like, okay, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is my Tom- last I shot. start. Tomorrow is a new day. It's a new <laughs> me. It's fucking. Uh. And then I would wake up super hungover and be like, oh, yeah, a new day, new me. I got to do this. And then. Oh my my hangover would wear off and I would be like, well, I'll start tomorrow. That and I just battle, did that, did that, that mental forever. battle. Yeah. The, the emotional exhaustion that goes along with that. Like I have a vision of myself laying in bed one night. I got up, I, I had partied the night before here at home, probably just mm-hmm. like I wasn't actually having a official party. It was a Jenna party. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the best. And just party. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. And, you know, passing out by like maybe 10, 11 o'clock, waking up at 3 a.m. ish, mm-hmm. yeah, feeling riddled with anxiety, going down to my cabinet, taking a big old gulp of whatever it was that I had in there to try to chill myself out, which is such a fucking joke. Like my oh, God. Just, <laughs> I am amazed at the level of rationalization. I was able to just do like, I, I'm amazed. I feel like, and I commented on Abby G in one of her posts not too long ago, just talking about how it just feels like a different life. It literally feels like a different person, a different life. Sometimes when I recall mm-hmm. some of these experiences, but laying there riddled with anxiety, knowing that this has to change crying i was watching <laughs> a tribute concert is this Do you remember to pr- this story? yes to prince yes <laughs> crying like a fucking baby <laughs> like i gotta turn my life around i just like oh my god and then and then just dreading the sun co- like being so yeah. miserable in that moment but not wanting the sun to come up just mm-hmm. 
wanting to just lay there and be sad and miserable and watch someone else sing purple rain Mm -hmm. and like just wallow in my misery. I really wanted that to last for like a much longer than it did. And then because the reality kicks in, you know, you wake up, you have responsibilities, you got to do all the shit. And then you just made yourself all these promises that you're not going to drink today and you're staring at that bottle and you're like, but my laundry would be so much more fun if mm-hmm. I did. Did you hear that ding just now? No. Okay. I just got my Amazon order delivered. <laughs> That's perfect timing. <laughs> anyway, that just, you were just talking about when you, you know, when you would have the realization that you wanted to quit. And mine, a lot of times was that mid middle of the night. Oh, the 3 a.m. Anxiety. anxiety would just kick my ass, oh, right? God. Just, and that was, uh, I just can't believe I was able to, I'm like literally shocked because now I'm fucking tired all the time, you know, like, <laughs> you know, not all the time, but yeah. like where my battery is not what it was. Right. Like, yeah. I used to just, you know, get hammered watching the office by myself. And stay up really late, wake up at three, freak the <laughs> fuck out, you know, and then plan my morning and uh-huh. then get up and go to work and work, you know, 10, at least 10 hours, come home and just do it again. Yeah. Crazy. And now I can't, I'm tangent? like, now I go to Trader Joe's and I'm like, I'm so exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I need a nap. I needed, I need to go meditate. my god seriously fucking 90 (laughs) but what a great 90 we make like what a great progression to this like comfort level i mean you can't always be comfortable you know because things can sneak up on you but i am so grateful to have gotten through my first two years and like on day one, if you had, if you were going to say to me on day one that uh, two plus years in, I'd be doing a sober podcast and, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's like, it's that what you say, like if, if I told drunk Daniel, I was going to go on a walk, sober walk every day, he'd be like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> For sure. And you, but you can't sell it enough. Like, and I would hear people like me, and we've talked about this before, yes. tell me that this was going to like this this is my life now and I love it. And it was the same, that jaded. Yeah. You know, just like, what's doubtful, wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, please. You're just, <laughs> but then just I would look a at, little. but then I would look at them and be like, ah, oh, I want what I they know. have. They're they seem so comfortable. So, they're so calm. And like, you know, their skin's not like plastered to their body. They're not sweating for no yeah. reason. I used to sweat all the time for right. no reason. I'd just be like, <laughs> It's just the vodka and it's making its way out, you know? Ew. Oh, God. <laughs> just cla- clammy. Yeah. Sweaty. Just Ew, at, stinky. At work. Just like, ooh, you know. With your button-down shirt. <laughs> with my walkie. With my walkie-talkie. In my in my fucking keys, you know, to open every oh, door in a Daniel. school. <laughs> Go ahead. This is Daniel. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. My oh my God. Oh, so funny. what's your I'd 20? Love to see a video of that. Oh, <laughs> uh, so bad. So, what would you 
I wish, you know how there's like stages of grief. I wish there was stages of sobriety. Like I, or maybe there is somewhere out there and I'm just, yeah, I just have never seen it, but I wish there was something that we could like trick, you know, that we could freaking overthinking analytical brain coming into right. play here. But, it's like the evolution chart, you know, you know, it's sta- it's, you know it's like, like this- the- the evolution chart exactly like, like the guy is all and by the end he's like yeah yeah i'm walking i'm upright <laughs> he's like erect i'm erect <laughs> <laughs> and it feels so good I'm, just... <laughs> I'm not quite erect i'm still a bit flaccid if you want to know the truth <laughs> yeah, like... so i don't know but i do i, do I don't think... know where i am in that chart yeah. I don't know either. I think it can change on a daily basis, honestly. Like at least it can. I think that's such years. an important yeah, that's such an important thing to stress. It can change on a daily basis and to not be constantly not be so aware that you're freaking the fuck out every second like, oh, is it coming? You know, is yeah. it coming? Like mm. comf- comfort is a beautiful thing, but not allowing your comfort to convince you right. that you're safe and that you are uh and also not live in a constant state of paranoia. So that's like somewhere in the middle, right? Like having has to be a balance, a healthy paranoia or yeah. some, some semantics to that effect where, you know, you're, it's okay to, I don't know, like I posted the other day, like sometimes your best is up here and sometimes your best is just getting through the day. And both of those are victories, right? As long as you can get Absolutely. through the day without drinking, um, yes. you're not always going to be at a 10, like just you know, like how you rise and grind and I mm-hmm. don't, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, how, how you equate a successful day is going to be super right. subjective and personal. And, um, yes, my patients can be an issue, but I think that's just outside of alcohol. That's just right. an issue. It's like a yeah. part of my defect. I'm not as patient as I should be. Um, right with my wife or my kids or fucking person driving one mile an hour in the parking lot, you know, <laughs> or someone who's like in a turn left into a spot and they're waiting for the person to back out. Uh-huh. But like there's four spots to their right ahead of them. If yeah. They just drove like another right. 10 meters. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like banging on the steering wheel. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture you doing that. I I uh I don't very often, but I do this thing where I flip people off, but I do it like underneath. By the door, like over by the yeah, door. Yeah, because I, I yeah. don't want to give them a I don't want to deal with that, you know. Uh-huh. Repercussion. I'll put my middle finger over my steering wheel <laughs> like this. <laughs> Yeah, and like secretly like flip them along the edge, <laughs> so that you have just you can deny it if they ever called you. I wasn't. I just. I wasn't. It's just the and way then my hands you go were. by, and you're like, "You're so dumb. You don't even know it, I'm flipping you the bird, you idiot." You learned to drive. It's fucking <laughs> Roger. Roger gets out of his car. Hey. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking Roger. Roger. Um. um Oh, we both said, oh, I think the, uh, an important point I'd like to hammer home here is that there's going to be discomfort in the sober journey and specifically 
and this is, sounds really obvious as it relates to marquee social activities, marquee holidays, those can be really challenging. But for me, what's the, what was more challenging is like the space in between, like the downtime in between. Yeah. Like I think a, a big danger area is like the weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas and the, yeah. the few days between Christmas and the new year. New like yeah. there are these little sneaky days that don't right. mean much that are, that will come up and blindside you. Right. Cause you can and, pump yourself up for Thanksgiving dinner. You know, I'm not going to sit by Kathy cause she's a bitch and I'm going to yeah. sit by uncle Tom because he quit drinking in the eighties. You know, you can like have a game plan and then you'll have a random Tuesday off or something. And you're just like, right by yourself yeah right uh-huh. and then it comes yeah. a cre- creeping that's right that's why even if you're not a mover and a shaker you know you you do need to come up with some kind of a plan so for times like that stagnant times where you don't have a whole lot going on yeah gotta stay busy yep stay busy i'm and- so stuffy i just Okay, not to interrupt, but I just quit my nasal spray cold turkey because I was using it a little too often. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I was burning a hole in my nasal passages. <laughs> your nasal passages. But now I'm stuffy. To your I eye. need it. I need, but I need it. Yeah. Now, when Jenna cries, God. her tears come out her nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's my cross addiction. It's Afrin. Afrin. I can't handle those things. <laughs> I don't like to. I don't oh, like I love the, inje- the injection up the nostril. No, no, <laughs> no way. Uh, and but I I quit it cold turkey, so now I have to suffer through this. No, you'll be stuffy. You'll, yes, you'll be fine. Thanks, be, Daniel. It's like oh, yeah. <laughs> I have regular saline nasal spray. That shit's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> On that note, we will catch you next week. Uh Sobriety Uncensored. Episode 52 will be next week or whenever we air it. And uh thank you to Spindrift for making dreams come to life. And <laughs> we will see you uh we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Yes.